Coming up, I've seen the 2017 The Mummy reimagining starring one Mr. Tom Cruise. And you're wondering, is it as bad as everybody says it is? Well, to find out, you're going to have to listen to this episode of DizPod. DizPop is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. Experts are helping you plan the perfect vacation. Visit them on the web at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everybody. I am your host, Rhino Clavin, and in this episode, I'm joined by nobody. It was just me. I went all by myself to go see this movie. Um, I am a Tom Cruise fan. I do not care that he jumped up and down on that couch uh, on Oprah. And um, I think that he – I grew up watching Tom Cruise movies. I think he's actually a very talented actor. In years of late, he has concentrated solely on action movies, which if I was his age and you never knew when the body was going to give out, I'd probably be doing the same thing, to be 100% honest with you. So um, we, we shan't forget that he is an Academy Award-nominated actor. Um, go back and watch films like Jerry Maguire, Rain Man, um, a few good men. I mean, there's, 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 uh, adapt, not adaptation, excuse me. Um, oh goodness, I forgot the name of the movie that he was nominated for that Oscar for. Um, but, uh, it, it, I mean, the the last couple of Mission Impossible movies have been phenomenal. Edge of Tomorrow was fantastic. I'm serious. If if I could just make this a two-hour Edge of Tomorrow episode, I would because that movie is super underrated. Um, it did not get the box office. Uh, it was like a sleeper hit. You know, it was successful in the box office, and they're talking – they're saying they're going to make another one, so – um, fingers crossed. I hope they do. Magnolia, by the way, was the movie I was thinking of too, where he's also phenomenal in Minority Report. Oh my goodness. Come on. Come on. Lots of, lots of, lots of good stuff on this guy's career. The Firm, Far and Away. Um, you know, it just, it, it's, he's got a very successful career. The man is, regardless of how you feel about him, um, I know it's weird. Scientology, weird. I don't agree with the argument he got with Brooke Shields, all this stuff, but I am still a Tom Cruise fan, and I think when Tom Cruise does pass away, people are going to forget all this stuff. They're going to go back and be like, oh, Tom Cruise. And I'll be like, yeah, well, you were mean at the end, so whatever. Um, Tommy, Tommy, can you hear me? I'm still your big fan here. Um, Okay, enough singing. Anyway, um, so this new Mummy movie is um, the first in Universal Studios' um, Dark Universe, is what they're calling it. It's essentially the revival of the classic monsters, and uh, I don't know if the plan is to all set them against modern-day things, but it's essentially to make a, a major actor in every one of them. So this had... Tom Cruise, The Invisible Man is Johnny Depp, uh, Javier Bardem is going to be Frankenstein, uh, or at least I believe is Frankenstein's monster. Um, I think uh, for The Creature from the Black Lagoon, they're trying to get um, uh, Scarlett Johansson involved in that one. And then, of course, um, Russell Crowe is also in The Mummy as uh, – I'm just going to uh, – I'll save that for a little bit in here because it's sort of a minor spoiler, but I think you know from the commercial. But um, regardless, let's uh, let's go over the usual stuff here. Um, 
let's talk about the plot, and then I'm going to talk about who made this movie, and then we're going to talk about how I feel about the movie. Um, So the plot is fairly convoluted, to be honest with you. It feels like it was a movie that was a lot longer, cut down to be a lot shorter, and it still felt kind of long. Um, You know, that's not great. Um, it, It... it it got overly complicated for no reason whatsoever. It was one of those films where like maybe that little stuff. So essentially it's, it starts off about like kind of that, um, the English, uh, crusader knights, they, um, got this Ruby with this dagger, uh, that was part of this dagger from ancient Egypt. And, um, this tomb that those crusaders are buried in has just been discovered while they were drilling new lines for the subway, um, in England. And, um, this mysterious group shows up led by Russell Crowe that shuts down the the plan. And then that's kind of the teaser of the movie. And then the movie opens. And then um, it uh, it's, I believe, Iraq. And it's Nick Morton, who is uh, Tom Cruise's character, and his partner, Chris Vale, who is actually played by um, the very talented Jake Johnson from New Girl, um, Safety Not Guaranteed. I, I think this guy's, you know, Jurassic World. I think he's great. Um, excuse me while I have a sip of my beverage here. Um, clearly, he was brought in here for kind of his comedic timing. Now, um, I, I'm just going to keep going with the plot, and then we'll talk about how I feel about all this stuff. So anyway, they're, they're essentially like Tom Cruise has this uh, – his Nick Morton's character has – this map that he stole from a woman in the midst of a, a, a tryst one evening. Um, and this map is going to lead him to what is being roughly translated as treasure. And so they're on the lookout for this treasure in an area they're not supposed to be in. There's a whatever. They get caught up in a gunfire. They call in an airstrike. The airstrike knocks open this cavern. And then lo and behold, here from the previews, they find what is this prison uh, where Princess Ammonite um is being held she is a pharaoh's daughter and she's set to inherit the entire kingdom until her father with the uh, essentially i believe it's her stepmother they bear a, a male child and she upset kills the child kills the mother kills the father makes a deal with the uh, egyptian god set uh, essentially like the god of like death um so she sold her soul for this and um this is where it gets a little weird. So she tries to like sacrifice her lover to bring uh set into the corporeal world, like to give him a physical form. Um, but she gets uh, caught up in the process before it can happen. Essentially kind of the same idea where like a knocks on a moon and um, uh, Oh my goodness. I forget the Pharaoh, the, the, uh, the, mummy's name in the original mummy movie but on Oxana moon was the girl and then the uh imhotep was the the mummy i believe um it's essentially like how they got kind of caught up in the middle of their stuff like he was trying to bring her back to life and uh he, you know he got stopped right before buried alive um Aminette's buried alive and um surrounded by mer- mercury for some stupid reason for the the reasoning being so her monstrous form will not escape the tomb which is like I don't understand their reason. Like, I, I don't. I, I think there was a plot point where the mercury is dripping in the mine, and I think the idea was that people were supposed to not believe the Tom Cruise character, the Jake Johnson character, or the other woman's character. That there's a main woman in this. I'll get to in a second, but that like they were telling the truth because they'd been exposed to mercury, so they were going insane. 
I don't know. But regardless, so that's kind of the Ammonites loose idea. Anyway, through a series of events, she gets let loose. She Her goal is to essentially get the ruby and the dagger reunited so she can finish this um, this uh, 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 sacrifice or, um, uh, you know, this, this event that she's set into motion. And uh, essentially Tom Cruise's character is going to be the human embodiment of Set. Um, so uh, in the transportation process of bringing uh, Ammonite's tomb back to the UK, there is a plane crash. Tom Cruise lets the girl, the main, I don't know, she's an archaeologist or something. She works for this Russell Crowe organization, uh, Paradigm or Prodigium, Prodigium, excuse me. It was a really weird name. Like it was, it's from a Latin word, but whatever. So this woman, Jenny, that, that is the same woman that Tom Cruise's character had the tryst with that he stole the map from. Um, she works for a guy named Henry, who is Russell Crowe's character. And she is, I, I sent to find this treasure that Tom Cruise finds. So they find it, whatever. It's the mummy. They bring the mummy back to England. The plane crashes. Tom Cruise gives Jenny the only parachute. She gets pulled out. He dies. They all die. Everybody dies on the plane. Um, not before um, the uh, Jake Johnson character is bitten by a spider that causes him to become essentially like a zombie, and he stabs somebody, and then Tom Cruise has to shoot him on the plane. I know it's really ridiculously, like, why even do that part? But it's so that later in the movie, this character can revisit Tom Cruise as like a ghost zombie. And this is familiar of uh, classic horror movies, uh, especially it brings to mind um, American Werewolf in London and how his best friend would essentially like appear to him from time to time as like kind of a zombie ghost and give him advice and like just kind of be essentially the guy that's like teasing horror to come, you know, Um so, so whatever, Tom Cruise wakes up in the hospital. Where am I? How did I get here? The woman's like, oh, my God, how did you survive? But they're like, yeah, whatever. We'll just move on with this plot of the thing. So that's essentially the whole plot. So Ammonite's loose in England. Uh, Prodigium is this uh, shady organization. I compare it to the Monarch organization from King Kong and Godzilla. Essentially, it's the going to be the... Uh, people that are trying to contain and eliminate evil in the world. And they're going to be kind of the glue, I think, that binds this monster's universe together. And they're all led by this Henry character by Russell Crowe, who, spoiler alert, is Henry Jekyll, uh, Dr. Jekyll, and he becomes Mr. Hyde as well, uh, Eddie Hyde. Um, Edward Hyde, I guess is his name. Um, And um, so that's in the movie. Um, But it just, it doesn't really do anything for me. Anyway, so essentially the dr jekyll character wants tom cruise the 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 ritual to go through so that they can then kill tom cruise because they want to eliminate set and thereby they essentially want tom cruise to sacrifice himself so that they can save humanity he sacrifices himself they get rid of essentially what is satan um Tom Cruise is like, ah, no way. And then also he feels kind of bad because they're filling the mummy with um, Mercury again. Mercury, Mercury, Mercury. I do not understand Mercury in this movie. But they're doing that and whatever. She gets out. They're on the run. Blah, 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 blah. The movie, the movie, the movie. So um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop talking about this really complicated plot, as you can sound from here, um, that just kind of never really leads anywhere. There's never really any major twists. There's never really any... The stakes aren't really there. And, um, yeah, so the movie is directed by Alex Kurtman. Um, you would recognize his name because um, he um, oftentimes worked with um, 
Well, he is um, credited as the writer on the island. The the um, uh, he worked a lot with Rob uh, Roberto uh, Orsi, um, who they helped essentially. Um, they they co-wrote um, Mission Impossible three and the first Transformers movie. Actually, I think multiple Transformers movie. Uh, he co-wrote the Star Trek two thousand and nine. Um, so this guy has an impressive resume, ups and downs, you know, but fairly unique resume. Um, and uh, this is his, I believe. Uh, he directed another movie called People Like Us. Um, and then this is his first, like, real big, big blockbuster movie. Um, so he wasn't the only one who wrote this. But it was co-wrote with John uh, Spates, uh, Jenny Lumet, uh, David Cope, uh, Christopher McGuire, which is crazy to me, and Dylan uh, Cussman. Christopher uh, McGuire is the guy who uh, – he co-wrote uh, Edge of Tomorrow. And then I also believe he directed Mission Impossible – uh, Rogue Nation, and he's directing the new one. So, talented, talented guy. Um, talented names in this all around. Tom Cruise, talented guy. Um, so, anyway, uh, he also helped come up with the story, whatever, starring Tom Cruise. Um, Annabelle Wallace is the uh, Jenny character, but I don't know who this woman is. She it's like the main character, but honestly, her filmography, like, uh, it says she was the role of Amy in X-Men First Class. I don't remember that character. I don't know someone named Amy in first class. That's, I think, maybe she was just somebody in the bar. Uh, she was in Annabelle. Um, yeah. King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. I saw that, and I don't even know who she was. The Mummy. Yeah, I don't, nothing really of notice. She's very, God, I feel really bad saying this, but she is very, It's she's very forgettable. She's very, like, I don't know if you guys saw the original Transformers movie, but there's that Australian girl in it who kind of like stands out for the movie, but she doesn't really do anything else. That's kind of how I feel about this girl. She's just kind of there. Um, it the Okay, anyway, so Brian Taylor does the music. He actually just did the music for the Power Ranger movie. It's pretty good. Um, you know, Universal, all that stuff. Uh, budget of 125 million. So far, it's made 183 million. So, it had a, it it opened on lower expectations in the United States to around like 31, 32 million. Um, but it has gone on to essentially be, which is insane to me. Tom Cruise's largest uh, box office um, opening uh, internationally. Like, what? Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol? Mission Impossible 2? I mean, that was after the first one. So, that, I mean, regardless of how that movie was, it was still, like, a big deal. Mission Impossible Rogue Nation? Like, Edge of Tomorrow? I, I have a hard time. That's kind of insane to me. But, really, this whole massive inflated movie numbers didn't start happening until Spider-Man in 2002. So, I mean, I guess I can kind of believe it. But, regardless, so it is one of those movies that's going to be, like, Will it be profitable? Will it not be profitable? Because it's not getting good reviews for good reason. And it's so it's not going to have long legs. But Tom Cruise is such a massive star internationally still. Like his stardom is anchoring this film still. So like even though it doesn't feel like that here, that's how it is in the rest of the world. So this is one of those movies that's like, I don't know. Um I don't know, but I'm not here to talk about the money. I'm here to talk about the things about this movie. Let's say the things I like about this movie. None. Um, 
No, I, I mean, honestly, like, I, I know Tom Cruise, I, I keep talking about it, Tom Cruise has kind of got this maybe, like, rep right now, or especially, like, younger people are kind of like, eh, Tom Cruise, like, I don't know, you didn't really grow up with him, it's not the same, I guess, and I can understand why people are just like, uh, you know, I'm tired of the Tom Cruise thing, because, you know, and I'll agree with you, he hasn't done a movie that's really stretched his acting chops to really bring him back down, which is nice to see. There is a movie coming out in this fall where he is, it's acting. It's not an action movie, and it's nice to see him in that role again um, because I do enjoy those movies just as much as I enjoy all the action movies. Um, but uh, I actually think Tom Cruise is the, he's the mystery thing in this movie for me. Like, I think if it wasn't him, I don't know what I don't know that I would have finished watching the movie. And it's not because there's any like stellar performance by him, but it's not necessarily his typical character. The the moral uh, ambiguity of the Nick Morton character is very um, it's shady at best, um, and it's it's really interesting too because I'd read this article about when the movie was being made that essentially they like killed the character in the movie because they wanted to essentially be like okay, well. Here's the thing. The guy is already tainted by evil. So that's kind of the twist on the movie is that we we put the stakes, you know, out of the way right away. I also had read that this movie was supposed to be straight up like a horror movie as opposed to like an action adventure movie as, as opposed to the Brandon Fraser mummies, which are very much like Indiana Jones movies with that sci-fi element. And that's I think that's where those movies win. They're period pieces that capitalize on fun and adventure in, you know, like Saudi Arabia, like in the desert, in, in you know, it's very um, – um, the, it's just that whole, uh, serial type of movies that, that Indiana Jones is all based on. Um, and that's why those movies work well. And, and the movie, the comedy in those movies outbalances, I mean, it balances the ridiculousness of it. So the really outlandish like plot and the, the scarier parts are, are weighed, you know, counterweighted by the goofiness. And I feel like, the movie they were shooting on set versus the movie this came to be were two different things because there are moments where like Tom Cruise, who I think can it can be a funny guy, like I I know he's got a sense of humor, and there's moments where I'm like, oh, this is funny, or even Jake Johnson, you know, is a very good. He's that like he's the guy who comes in and says the funny sassy comment that everyone giggles at because it's a really serious, really intense situation, and then he makes jokes where he's like, we're gonna die, you know, and you you laugh because you're like, ah, you know, um. His character was essentially, I feel like, should have just been written out of the movie. Um, it's pretty useless, unfortunately. Um, I get why he was probably there uh, structurally to begin with, especially in what would have been the earlier drafts of this movie. Um, this movie never really feels like it is what it wants to be. Like It wants to be an adventure with that comedy, but then it wanted to be a horror movie. But it's made by somebody who clearly doesn't know how to make a movie. I I'm, I'm really feel really bad saying this because I am a fan of Alex Kurtzman's work, but he did not do well with this movie like the the parts that are supposed to be horror movies are really boring and drawn out shots that are nothing new and they're very rudimentary horror movies it's very like it's not 1950 this doesn't really work anymore and even then that that's saying poor stuff of like if alfred hitchcock's psycho can still make people scream in a room today that's successful horror you know and um or even just surprise you don't even have to classify that movie as a horror movie but it's just it's it's nothing and this movie is like for me further proof that cgi is the destruction of horror movies like it seems like not many directors really know how to use cgi in the favor of making a scare because 
if you watch one of the trailers, there you will see a scene with Nick. Uh, I keep calling him Nick because his name is Nick and New Girl. But with Jake Johnson's character, and he says something like, she's got big plans for you, Nick. She's coming for you. And it shows Nick's face, and it's a normal face. Uh, it shows Jake Johnson's face, excuse me, and it's a normal face. But in the movie, it's all messed up. And so it's clearly like none of the makeup's even real. It's all CGI overlay. And I hate that. That's lazy. I get that maybe it was easier or something like that, but it just like don't use that in your marketing then. It just I it's it's hard because it's just like I I actually think that if this had been a solid movie, I actually would have enjoyed the way Tom Cruise portrayed his character in the movie. Whereas it feels weird, but it is like he is the weight of the movie. I'm sorry. And I read an article today. I actually read several articles now since it's come out that essentially Tom Cruise took over all the duties on the set. And, you know, people are like, well, maybe that's what made it worse. But I have read, and this came from like a producer, and then it came from another person. So there's been like three different sources that have said that Tom Cruise essentially is the only reason the movie's even as watchable as it is right now is because Alex Kurtman, Kurtzman couldn't handle the pressure of directing the big-budget movie, and he started to crack. So Tom Cruise would help him direct the major action sequences and suggest stuff. And um, But everybody spoke very highly of Tom Cruise, too. It wasn't like he took control in a bad way. They all said he was very nice and that he's a great guy to work with. And I have never heard negative things about working with him on a set, which that's why another reason why I'm like, well, I don't... It seems like he's a nice guy, more or less, to everybody that he meets. I mean, he's friends with J.J. Abrams, so I can't really knock it um, because I'm a little jealous of that friendship. But, you know, regardless, and then I heard he, like, had to come in and help edit it. I think we're going to see Tom Cruise direct a movie in the future, to be blatantly honest with him. I know that he has a big hand in how the Mission Impossible movies come out because he essentially helps, like, craft a lot of the major, like, action scenes. Like, he gets an idea for them. He talks about how the story should play in and out of them. And, I mean, it is a choreography. He does have a history and a resume that supports this. And... So I, essentially they're saying like he did – he made the movie even what it is, you know, and it could have been so much worse than it is. But it is really bad. Like this is a movie even when it comes out on DVD. I don't know that I can recommend for you to watch it. Um, there is the question is who is the real main character? You know, is it the Jenny character who's the archaeologist? Is it the mummy um, played by uh, Sophia Butella um, who you might know from Star Trek um, – beyond uh she was the um i don't remember her name but she was like the white face with the black lines down her under her eyes and then she's also the um the the lady with the legs for knives from kingsman so she's she's good she's becoming quite the character actress uh no complaints about her portrayal or anything like that but they just kind of didn't really give that same eh, it didn't really have that same like feel for it like you never i never really felt necessarily for um imhotep but at least he had a story where you're like he was just trying to get to his love you know it was a little bit like um i don't know i not that that ever humanized him whatsoever but still it was just kind of it gave it gave a little more this one's kind of like oh you just did it for kingdom you didn't really do it for anything but power and that you know that's not as like i don't know I don't, I don't, I don't know what I, what I expect from it. So, um, it's just like, there's, there's one or two, like, cool action moments where, like, I like when Tom Cruise falls out of the hospital, the, the, like, 
corner's van or whatever they steal and the car like flips over him like that was kind of a cool interesting look but a lot of the stuff you're like so is he like inhuman now is he immortal is he strong and and um from here on out i'm gonna talk about spoilers that non-specific but a little specific spoilers just that have to kind of relate because i need to talk about the dark universe as a whole really quick um so essentially the 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 kind of twist in the end here is that uh tom cruise does become set he does stab himself with a dagger and take on uh give set physical form but um the whole tom cruise's character is supposed to be like he deals with moral ambiguity the whole movie because essentially he is a soldier that is like stealing artifacts and selling them on the black market and the movie is kind of about him trying to find like you know he's got a he it's about him trying to figure out how to do the right thing and you know, this was the right thing to bring Jenny, who has drowned at this point during the movie, back to life. He embodies Set, and then uh, he kind of takes off in the night. So he's kind of the loose, the loose card at the end there. And they definitely make it sound like they were going to go for another one if this one was successful, because it's like him, and he brings back to life the Jake Johnson character who also died in the aircraft, and um, uh, at the very end, and they're riding. Uh, horses through the uh, desert sands um at the end of the movie and they're essentially talking about how they are it sets up the whole like you might need a monster to fight a monster scenario and so it's kind of like okay well is was tom cruise the one in this movie that's supposed to be the if they ever do a monster mash movie like is that tom cruise's character that's going to show up and not like a mummy character i i honestly i'd be okay with that and i kind of hope that this doesn't derail the dark universe because this is supposed to be the first setup. And like I said, that prodigium, like evil fighters, I guess is supposed to be the guy, but there is not a plot in here that I am interested in. Like, I don't really need to see them again. I don't really like Russell Crowe. Uh, so he didn't really do anything for me. He's getting kind of heavy too in his older age. So it's like, he's not really moving around the same way he used to. So I don't know. So it's like, At one point, he even refers to Tom Cruise as being, like, a younger person. And I was like, "Uh, you're, like, the same age. Um, But whatever. Um, I don't don't really know what this is going to be hold. But I I really hope they kind of don't discount this and they just kind of move forward. And someday, if they need the Tom Cruise character to kind of come in... I'm getting the vibe that Tom Cruise's character was essentially like a Nosferatu character because when they show his face really quick, it's really stupid looking. But it's, like, the big pointy teeth with the big eyes and the... The thing and and it looks like Nosferatu, so I'm almost like, is he Nosferatu? And they're like, essentially like tying that in somehow too. I don't know. I I this movie just left me like shaking my head. There there's like I said, there's not really. It's not like oh, it's okay and you'll enjoy it. Like no, it's pretty. Like I said, it's convoluted and then there's not there's nothing original. The action scenes don't offer much in the way of it. Um, it's essentially Tom Cruise trying to grab stuff and bash in dusty mummies, and none of it really adds up to being very much. And there's no real moment where you feel like the stakes are very high at all. So I I am not going to recommend this. Um, I think if you're I I haven't seen Dracula Untold. I've heard that's pretty bad too. Um, that was originally supposed to be the first one of these dark universe movies, but they decided against it. I don't know if the same thing is going to happen again. I feel like they can't at this point. Cause even when the movie opened, it had a special like globe turning around and it was like dark universe. And so I don't know. I, the, like I said, like my review and like this movie, it's just all over the place. Um, 
I'll tell you the one fun little Easter egg in here and gives hope that maybe like the Brendan Fraser mummies could come back into it someday is uh, the, the scene in the Prodigium headquarters when Jenny uh, has to like fight off this guy. She grabs this artifact off a shelf and hits him with it. And it is the Golden Book of Amun-Ra, the Book of Life, or I, I think it's the gold one is the Book of Life. The Book of Death, I think, was lost. The Book of Life is the gold one, and it brings death. Either way, it's the gold one. It's even got the little – it's literally the exact same prop used in the Mummy movie. So that was that was fun, but um, – yeah, so essentially this movie is just getting a lot thrown at it for its incoherent narrative and shoehorn ply. I don't really feel like the Dark Universe was necessarily shoehorned into this movie. In fact, I, I think it was like that's probably the stronger parts of the movie and that it the mummy parts of the movie fell, fell apart. So I think they, they set out to film one other movie and then they, they didn't. So um, it's... It's unfortunate, but we'll see what happens. We'll see what holds the Dark Universe. Did you guys end up going to see the Mummy movie? I want to know what you thought about it. Um, Are you fans of Tom Cruise's work? If you are, I want to know your favorite Tom Cruise movie. I'm telling you right now, if you guys have not seen whatever it's called now, it was called Edge of Tomorrow in the movie theater, and then they changed the name of it to uh, Live, Die, Repeat, Edge of Tomorrow, and now the sequel is going to be called like Live, Die, Repeat, and Repeat. Um, Like I think the sequel should be called Live, Die, Repeat. But whatever, I'm not. I don't. Make, I don't make the movie. So, um, but uh, yeah, if if you guys have seen it, um, go out and see The Edge of Tomorrow. It will wash the bad taste. That will be a movie where you're like, yeah, Tom Cruise is still pretty great at this movie because that movie's a phenomenal movie for Emily Blunt and Tom Cruise. Like he doesn't steal the light from her. Like it's her. It, it's he's there, but he's not great at his stuff that he's got to do. And he, again, he's also not a great character. Like. He's kind of a, another one of those guys that's kind of a, like a slimy guy in the beginning who kind of gets redeemed. But, oh, shoot, I'm going to have to go watch that movie right now tonight, too. Um, so I know what I'm watching before bed. Uh, but anyway, you know, like I said, if you guys have seen it, let me know. Um, tweet at me since this is an audio-only episode. Uh, Diz Pop Show or Rhino1185 on Twitter, and we will get a dialogue going. Um I want to know if you've seen it, what your feelings are. If you're somebody out there that liked it, please tell me what you liked about it. I really want to know. I'm just, I'm just very curious if I need to reapproach this with a more open mind. And I, I went in with a really open mind. I had very low expectations. Um, I just was looking for something fun, but, but that's just me. So, um, anyway, uh, that'll do it, um, for this time, uh, guys, thank you for listening. If you made it this far, um sorry about kind of the rambling i just it just like this movie this review was all over the place so that'll do it um and until next time thanks for tuning into this episode of dispop